0: For too long, the big questions of Dungeons & Dragons have remained unanswered. Generations of nerds too afraid to really get down to the serious business. But no longer. Two heroes have emerged with the skills, knowledge, and bravery to tackle the biggest questions. Questions like... What if I'm sick of rations? Bread. I don't want beef jerky anymore. Water is too plain. My companions will let me eat the pet crap. The lizard folk says he always brings back a food with him. But then he stares at the elf and licks his lips. What am I to do? I'm Dustin.
1: And I'm Kaylin, and welcome to our podcast today. We are joined with I am the Egg Boy. Hey, that's I me. am the Egg Boy. Egg Boy is no, no, no. the Egg Boy.
2: No, you are not. <laughs> and you are not but i am indeed the egg boy as the name implies and not the egg boy you're right
1: <laughs> egg boy's friends uh, call him egg boo egg boo uh, i've
2: got only egg Bot, egg bay and so there's plenty of there's plenty of bastardizations of i am the egg boy so you're free to choose from I any of them i am the egg boy <laughs> um
1: and yeah we're here today to talk Food, 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 food. Uh, particularly
0: Be all about that food, about that
1: food. <laughs> <laughs> I like to reconsider um, rations, because what what do you typically imagine a ration is when you're on the road as an adventurer?
2: <clears throat> um, not good. I can tell you that. I <laughs> yeah. it, I, I do not think that. There's this sort of uh, a connotation of uh, living large, of eating well while you're traveling, while you're on the road, mm. specifically in the context of D and D too. I think that's just true in life in general. When you're, yeah. uh, you know, on a, on a nice car trip, you're not eating prime rib and creme brulee i don't know why those are the first two things i thought of that are fancy <laughs> foods. but you're not eating well you're eating slim jims you're eating you know beef jerky you're eating potato chips uh food that it, it gets the job done but it's not good for you
1: so. i feel like it's really no, not at dry all. bread like a rye like a long-lasting yeah. bread probably like some kind of a trail mix-esque thing um maybe some cheeses like, hard cheese? Yeah. I'm thinking
2: it's a lot of stuff that doesn't spoil. Is mm-hmm. the thing. So it's going to be like a hardtack biscuit kind of thing that's just mm-hmm. flavorless and bad. But it doesn't go bad. De- it's Like, gonna dehydrated
1: be, proteins.
2: Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's going to be like salt pork or like beef jerky. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. something that's been dried and will not spoil dried at fish. room temperature. Yeah. It's... It like I said, it is very utilitarian. It gets mm-hmm. the job done. And I can see why uh people are complaining about having to eat that day after day after day after day after it's day. It's nice. nasty. Yeah. Not good. Not appetizing. I uh, do you
1: think if you store your rations in a bag of holding, it mm-hmm. changes the flavor.
2: So uh I will say there's a little bit of precedent for this, right? You had had uh, okay. Latchington on earlier yeah. for a, for an episode about food, and I mm-hmm. think this is one of the things that you guys talked about is we all pretty much agree magic has some sort of latent flavor, flavor that it imparts yeah. on food. Yeah. I think I agree a hundred percent. I think that that has to um... be the case. Um, so I think. There's probably a difference uh, between, uh, you know, if you're like cooking something with a spell, for example, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like that's going to impart more flavor, more magical flavor on something than just having it be around a magical Mm -hmm. object, right? Yes. But at the same time, uh, you know, for for food storage in general, just like in, in real life or something like that, if you you know keep your cheese your package of cheese in the fridge right next to your raw fish that you've got there Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna pick up some of that fish flavor if you store things next to each other it's gonna pick up some flavor so food storage definitely definitely Mm -hmm. matters in terms of that kind of if you
1: just chuck all those things in one bag together Mm -hmm. like your backpack and not individually wrapped they're just gonna impart flavors on each other for sure
2: most likely yeah um, and I think the other thing, too, is, like, the bag of holdings not refrigerated. Like, it is no. not. Yeah. So. Uh, and we know again, there's we're, limited we're, we're air assuming... in there,
1: right? Like, yeah. basically, if you, you can't live in your bag of holding if you don't have air. I imagine there's not really good, um, like, okay, so on one hand, storing food with less oxygen will mm-hmm. reduce oxidization, like, that kind mm-hmm. of.
0: And spoilage, and, yeah, yeah, and spoilage,
1: yeah, yeah. But your bag of holding, there's quite a lot of space in there. It's not like it's not like having a wine bottle and then just, like, extracting the extra air in the top of a wine bottle. This is a whole bag of holding.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> One, what other stuff are you storing in there? Um, you can't clean... Oh, you can kind of clean out a bag of holding. But... Who does that? Um, you just I not you once, I have, not, not of once have I ever
2: seen anybody no. clean out their bag of holes.
1: Yeah. You chucked a head of a Medusa in there last week. Yeah. And even though you took it out for your bounty, has it left things in there? There's what?
2: definitely still Medusa residue in there. Yeah. I mean, Delicious.
1: and you just, you just chucked your rations in there. They're slimy.
2: They are slimy. They're probably pretty rank they've been they've been they've been sitting in there with medusa residue just kind of fermenting for the last week and a half
1: i imagine it's like if you had your sandwich or your lunch in just a paper bag like a little (laughs) paper bag and you threw that in the bottom of like your gym bag which has had like even though it may or may not have your dirty socks and like a rank towel in there at the moment that is that's all it smells like in there yes <laughs> like right it yes we're, like
2: the, we're the literally describing my shoes. soccer bag right now yes. <laughs> it's, it's so bad it's so and, bad and I you, feel left so a, bad.
1: you left a sandwich in there uh for yeah. the last three days while you were on the road <laughs> mm-hmm. and now you're gonna eat it
2: yeah, yeah. it's not gonna be <sighs> good i will say though it sounds like we are describing some sort of Nordic delicacy right now. Like the, 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 the Swedes probably go crazy for this stuff. This is like mm, this gym, is what they do:
1: jimsok bread.
2: Yeah, that is not
1: a Swedish accent. I know. Shut up. I'm just visiting Sweden. What are you
0: talking about? I don't know what this is. It's Italian, I guess. Yeah.
2: Eh, hey, the Swedes they talk like this. So. <laughs> Did
1: you not know? Mario and Luigi, classic Swedish <laughs> video game. <laughs>
2: Mamma mia, that's a spicy, uh, so stroming. Look
0: <laughs> mm, oh, at you, so
2: get the so uh, Okay. But yes, aside, aside no, from yeah, like. Sure aside from because there is 100 percent people in the D &D world who would think that is a delicacy like they would seek that stuff out that's that's their version of preserving things especially if you're like somebody who doesn't have access to magic in this world yeah you're probably getting by with things like fermentation drying meat stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah they're 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 there would be people who would like you could probably convince them that this uh, weak old Medusa, you know, residue covered fish jerky was actually very <laughs> tasty, and they would believe you. <laughs> so,
1: so I guess like I imagine. So according to the handbook, you are usually buying rations. Like you're you're buying rations already.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. You can, I guess, if you're going to a place and they have some cheese or particular jerky or whatever, you could just buy that and keep that with Mm -hmm. you specifically. So later I do want to talk about it as a business idea within Mm D&D because Mm -hmm. I think there's an opportunity there if you create better rations, um, possibly to sell them for a better price. Uh, And I think it's a lucrative business idea basically. Okay. But right now I just want to talk about some ideas for what those rations could be and also talk about uh, ways, like this ties in, is the the different ways of preserving the food so it is good for the road um, or packaging mm-hmm. it, that kind of thing. So, for example, yeah. like you know, we keep talking about a lot of dry foods, but yeah. um, you could kind of... I reckon you could cure fish on the road. So if you had a really well oiled kind of wrap and a really a nice oily fish, mm-hmm. um you could you could do some kind of wonderfully flavoured salt cure that you have with you on the road. So it's not as dry. Like it's it's a nice cured fish, like a gravlax, you know? Yeah. It's still okay. yeah. Um It would probably work better in cooler temperatures but that's possible like it depends it's gonna be regional as well Mm -hmm. you know you don't you don't always have to have a refrigerator um well
0: you could always just use purify food and drink on any age of food that's ah. a good point it removes poison and disease and what is rot if not poison or disease which is disgusting to think that there's rotten food and you just purify and you're like this is good
2: now
1: (laughs) So, I could yeah. just bring chicken yeah. with me, essentially, right? Like, it just has. You
2: just leave it in the bag of holding. Well, yeah. I guess. Chicken. So, I guess the, the problem, though, is of course, that doesn't make it taste good. It just makes it not kill you. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you, this means you could turn your uh, bag of holding into a sort of refrigerator. It's not cold, but I mean, a, a store. Bring along <laughs> your raw ingredients. Uh,
2: yeah yeah to cook on the road i think that that's fair i guess like i like i said a i don't know that it's gonna make your rotten chicken not taste like rotten chicken it it (laughs) It just won't won't kill you but then what if it's a delicacy
1: you know what you're talking about like maybe rotten chicken flavor is good to some people they've just never been able to eat it without dying so if you take away <laughs> getting sick, like stinky tofu, Inkyo, like all I'm gonna ask you this right now. Fermented Straight stuff up. is gross. Straight but up, people do you like think it.
2: rotten chicken would taste good? Would you? If I offered you some rotten chicken and I said this is, isn't no, kill you, would you have I also some? don't. That's the, the end of discussion. I no, think.
1: no, no, no. Wait, <laughs> but stinky tofu, stinky tofu mm. is a delicacy, like in Taiwan, yeah. mm-hmm. and it. Smells and tastes like vomit to me, but people love it. So there would be people out there who would be really into the taste of rotten chicken if I they knew it would.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I, I I see what you're saying, but I do not think that this would be like a, uh, you know, a, a worldwide sort of mm-hmm. taste. I think it would be a very regional thing, and I yeah. think the places the the places that do have that, like stinky tofu or like stroming or uh you know i feel like lots of cultures have something that's analogous to that it's sort of ar- uh, arisen out of a need mm. like that's just the way that you preserve the food and so you get used to it you like it because it's an acquired taste and that's what that's what's available to you
0: and i mm, think yeah. we can
2: all sort of agree that like sir Strumming does not taste good it does not smell good <laughs> if you have better options For the love of God, pick the better (laughs) options.
1: (laughs) there are people out there eating it. Okay, so as a as a as a acquired taste, a regional delicacy, maybe rotten chicken that is safe to eat is okay.
2: Yes, Potentially.
0: (laughs) I mean, there's probably a ton of caveats in there, but
2: (laughs) (laughs) look, Um, as as a concept, as a as a necessity kind of thing, yes, you could absolutely do that. It would sustain you.
1: We worked out a abysle chicken is like chicken. But yeah. Fattier. A lot fattier. Yeah. Right. And so that that, that seems work. like it would
2: work well. Yeah. For for especially for like a drying kind of situation mm. where you're just leaving it to its own devices. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think you could absolutely yeah. make something like that work. I don't think you should make something <laughs> like that work. Uh no, I think yeah. I think the whole point of this discussion is we're after something that's a little bit better than just like straight up sustenance that you yeah. can physically choke down. If you what have a high enough constitution, nice, uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if you had um, a no, Like, I like Riet. Do you know what Riet is?
2: No, I don't think I know what that is. Riet. So
1: it's um, you kind of. How do you spell it? R I. Is it double L E double T E? So you just look up oh, a like book a... Riet.
2: Riet. With an S on the end, yeah.
1: Yeah so it's like it's a confit mm-hmm. it's it can be made of like i have usually have pork but you can have like rabbit and chicken duck fish honestly it's
2: a little bit like uh pulled pork kind of thing like a shredded yeah shredded meat kind of thing yeah. but
1: it's it's a it's cooked oh. it's like confit so it's oiled kind of thick.
2: very fatty yeah. Yeah, it's
1: very very fatty and then mm-hmm. when it's stored in a jar it's also then layered with fat on top to preserve it. Um it okay. is delicious you just spread it on bread. I feel like okay. that is something that you could probably carry around with you and would actually have like better flavor and stuff than like the same jerky you've been eating for 3 months.
2: I would yeah that I would absolutely rather have that than you know, yeah. the 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 equivalent of the Slim Jim that I've been eating for the past. You know, how
0: long. <laughs> True but, but I'll say that's
2: part of the part of the thing, though, is like um, that seems like it would take and not not a crazy amount of work, but it would take more work to do, and more. You know, it, it, but you yourself
1: hard. as an adventurer wouldn't be making it. This is like so you you'd would be
2: buying this. You'd be
1: buying it, okay. and it actually is not too much work I mean you're cooking it and stuff like that and I guess the jerky you would still have to prepare but then I was thinking like that sort of fat preserved thing
2: Hmm.
1: I wonder like if that would work where you could cook vegetables and your protein and then store it in the the fat and even like you could just react. you can just eat as is but if it was something stored in fat and then you just chucked it on the campfire like to heat up.
2: Mm-hmm. So you're essentially, pitch, you're essentially pitching to me like uh, the equipment, they're not frozen, but you know, those like um, uh, shelf stable. Uh, Microwave meals. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially what you're pitching and I'm, I'm behind it hundred percent. I think yeah. it's incredibly, if you can figure out a way to do that and preserve okay. it so that it, 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 is just in this, like, ready-made little little single-serve
1: Yeah, you just national. need no air. It just has to have yeah. no air. So, like, glass vessels do exist. Maybe that's dangerous mm-hmm. on the road, but I reckon there would, sure. there would be other ways you could package it that are not... Yeah, I
2: think that, you know, the idea of canning is not magic at all. You just heat it up, yeah. put the top on, mm-hmm. and that'll create a vacuum, and that keeps it good for months at a time. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think that... You could do something like that um, and you could you could you could package uh, meat and fat and vegetables mm-hmm. and get all of your all of your important nutrients all into one nice little thing. And then you just uh, at night when you're all sat around the campfire set up camp, dump it out into a pot mm-hmm. and just heat it back up. It's yeah. not the most appetizing thing I can think of, but it's a lot better than just eating the same. I think
1: it'd be delicious. Food. I think it'd be delicious.
2: I, I think, think you'd get really tired like, of it free, pretty pretty quickly. But I that's that's just the factor more... of eating Yeah. That's just I a guess. factor of eating the same thing over and over and over again though. So... I feel like
1: you could have more diversity with the flavours though, than just a jerky. Like even though you can flavor dehydrated dehydrated meats, it's predominantly yeah. gonna be the flavor of whatever meat it is, whether it's like yeah. um owlbear, or the only two animals <laughs> a, I can ever think of, or, yeah, yeah. or three, the three <laughs> animals that I can only ever think of when we come up with examples are a dragon, an owlbear, or an abyssal chicken.
2: Yep. Those were basically my three, so. <laughs> the
1: three. The three proteins of a DMT world.
2: Obviously. Yeah. The, the three main food groups. So,
1: <laughs> What would um, owlbear taste like? Just like really gamey
2: chicken yeah, I want to say really great. and maybe tell me if this makes sense have you ever had goose
1: yes goose is delicious it's a very
2: it's a very dark greasy meat mm-hmm. I think it t- I think it tastes very good but in my mind an owl bear is a very dark greasy meat I don't know why yeah. it doesn't seem like it would be like chicken to me it would not be like chicken mm. it'd be like a it would be like yeah like a like a like a goose is what I'm thinking.
1: I feel like very like Rich, mm-hmm. beefiness
2: to it. You think it would be a little bit closer to like red meat?
1: Yeah. Hmm. That's
2: I guess that's the question. Is is it more bear, I, I don't, or more I, Right. That's the question <laughs> because I I know for a fact that bear meat is very like. Uh, it's like it's a red meat so it's like beef or something like that but it is very greasy and very oily. so think mm. of like super super oily beef not not just like fatty like you get like a nice marbled steak or something like that. This is like very greasy beef um, and I have I don't know anybody who's ever eaten an owl before so I can't speak to that but I would imagine it would be much closer to
1: there culture. are places that do serve and eat owl but I don't know what it's like. Yeah.
2: I I would. There is,
1: yes, um, and I know this because um, the comedian Bill Bailey, I went to see him live Mm -hmm. and he has this amazing story in one of his sets, Um, if you can find it somewhere, but it is about how he was in, I think, China Um, And he got taken, he and his friend got taken to a restaurant, like, um, you know, like seafood restaurants where they have all the fish out the front and you can pick the fish. And one of the things there was an owl and he wanted to buy the owl to set it free. Uh, And so they had to work with like their translator to kind of be like, we want the owl to go, (laughs) but alive. lie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and then so what the restaurant did which is really horrible I'm so sorry um if you I love animals and so this was a bit horrifying but it has a, it has a good ending but they kind of just taped its legs because they have they have big talons so they kind of just taped its legs together so they were in the, the back of a taxi <laughs> with this owl I can't remember if it was in the boot or not but there's he's got a photo I think at which he shows at the end of the set so they go out into the middle of somewhere in this taxi. They have to try and cut this tape away from this owl that's like flailing around because it doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, and they do set it free, but it but it was um, intended to be eaten at one point, and that is how I know people do eat owl. Um,
2: I, I personally just, would
1: not eat an owl.
2: <laughs> no. Well, and so this this brings up a good point too. I've just googled. Owl meat. That's yes. all i have doing. Because mm-hmm. I want to know what owl meat looks like. And the first Google result, it just says, Can you eat owl meat in big letters? No exclamation mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, why? Why can't we eat owl? Because I'm wondering if this means we can't eat you owl know bear. Be,
2: uh, this is from wildexplained.com. Okay. Um, uh, the, the synopsis is basically... Uh, owls meat tastes similar to chickens meat Mm -hmm. uh, but with a much stronger flavor but the point being the the main points are a owls don't have a ton of meat on them in general they're not a very meaty bird and b uh, owls are birds of prey and they also eat uh, carrion they Um... they eat dead animals so they're probably not gonna Mm. taste that good which does that that is something i hadn't thought of is most of the meat that we eat is from herbivores mm-hmm. it's we're not eating other meat eating Yeah, because it species. doesn't taste as good does, yeah it just doesn't taste as good so, so that would
1: that would try to change what you would what meats you should eat yeah in a D setting do you, would because then i'm like oh okay now we're in territory of potentially eating the meat of beasts that eat humans uh, and other humanoids yeah. right and that can't yeah. be good.
2: It's True. probably not. It's probably not. But I feel like it's more of a. I feel like it's more of a curiosity thing at that point. Like yeah. you would, there, there are people out there who have to know, right? So like, uh, I don't know the exact diet of a dragon, for example. I have to imagine it's very meat heavy.
0: Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> um. So if we're if we're using our sort of rule of uh carnivorous beasts. Probably don't taste as good. Mm -hmm. I'd have to then extrapolate that to think that dragon probably doesn't taste great if it's mostly a meat-eating creature. But I have to know what dragon tastes like. I have to know.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: I just need to find that out. So I almost think it. Well, I was just gonna say I almost think that like that's what a lot of maybe uh, certain adventures could be. Is finding oh. out what these what these animals taste like a culinary
1: like, exploration?
2: Exactly. Like so. So I guess what I was thinking of in terms of this, and and also to sort of tie it back into like making the shit food that we have to eat in this world all the time for mm. our terrible rations taste a little bit better. Um, but this idea, you know, uh, almost similar to like the spice trade, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you go back a few hundred years and everybody's in search of conquering the world over all of, all of these spices to make our food taste better. Yeah. And clearly that's a very, that's a very important thing throughout world history is, is looking for ways to make our food taste better mm-hmm. because our lives are so goddamn miserable that we'd need a little bit of excitement in our lives. And to me, that screams adventuring party. Yeah. Um, So whether they're doing it for themselves or like whether you're going out because uh, a monarch or, you know, a royal or something like that has uh, contracted you on their behalf to do such. Uh, I think going out and finding new beasts to try Mm -hmm. through exploration or finding new plants and spices and stuff like that, I think is actually a pretty interesting concept for, uh, Sort of like the basis of a whole campaign. Yeah.
1: I do, because I do like um, with campaigns where mm-hmm. uh, an adventuring party has another sort of goal or like collective interest. So, for example, yeah. um, this was an inner game I played in, um, but friends played in it. And as a party, they worked out that they were all really into ales and beers. So mm-hmm. no matter where they traveled um, and they sought out a tavern, it would be to taste the local brews and stuff. I can see Dustin is thinking, and I, would, I really <laughs> want to know what's going on in his head.
0: So I've been doing some calculating.
1: Yes. This, stereotype.
0: Oh. this is unrelated to This is never a good sign when you break out the calculator. <laughs> so I was thinking the best way of solving food on the road is an alchemy jug okay alchemy jug can produce many things beer honey oil vinegar water fresh Mayonnaise? water salt water wine and mayo yes so what you could do was produce the two gallons of mayo then i looked at how much calories that is that is forty-eight thousand calories <laughs> wow is an astronomical amount of calories
2: it's pretty like, calorie dense
1: <laughs> so are you, you saying an, die? All, an all mayo diet <laughs>
0: because you're talking about fat and i'm like what if you use the fat what if you used a mayo instead of just like harvesting fat you just cooked everything in mayo
1: yeah but then everything would taste like mayo it's
0: not entirely a bad thing but at the same time so many calories
1: yeah i also I do love that is, mayonnaise so is technically quite prolific in a in in a way in this world yeah totally <laughs>
2: But I'm it surprised no it's not ranch dressing. Value. Yeah, it has its own stat block, which is surprising. But... <laughs> it's just so much
0: mayo, and I was cutting it out, and everything It's just so many calories.
1: Edible rotten chicken, roast uh-huh. like ro- on roasted on an open fire with mayonnaise. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest I'm if you're trying to sell me on edible rotten chicken and the best you can do is mayonnaise.
1: look. That <laughs> and I say
2: that as someone who likes mayonnaise.
1: I feel like if, if it was ranch dressing, you would eat that up.
2: That has a lot more flavor than mayonnaise does. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, well, what is in ranch dressing? How can we change the mayonnaise into ranch dressing? Because I feel like that's... The, um, off the soft. top of my head, I oh, think absolutely. ranch
2: dressing is a sour cream base. I think it is. Maybe so, a buttermilk. I think it's a. it could also be a buttermilk base.
1: Well, if we know and anything... it's got
2: a lot of spices in it. But that's the thing. food is not fruit.
1: difficult in a bag of
0: holding. <laughs> <laughs> it's got mayonnaise what... and sour cream
2: and buttermilk. Oh, wow. All of them. It's got all of the oh. above. Oh, Look at it. There we go. It's all everything. of the above. Um, I think that that is what it boils down to, though. Is you have to find a balance between utility and flavor, not driving yourself crazy exactly with flavor. Like you can make all of this work. You could eat nothing but mayonnaise on your journey, and that probably makes the most sense in terms of uh, value per calorie mm-hmm. and ease of storing it and things like that. But the reality is. You're gonna go crazy if you eat nothing but mayonnaise and rotten chicken for more than <laughs> two days straight. So, yeah, uh, that's, I think uh, I think you also like that's sort of uh, sort of what I was getting at with uh, like a, an adventuring party that's there to to mm-hmm. find on the, flavor. On the
1: other hand, yeah, don't you think if you ate enough edible rotten chicken that you would just. Um, acquire the taste of it
2: to an extent but you would also <laughs> start to hate it like i'll give you an example in yeah. middle school in middle school every day for breakfast i uh, i uh like a hash brown patty mm-hmm. uh, i would put that in the toaster oven and eat that every day for breakfast in middle school and i got so fucking sick of that i cannot eat Like hash brown patties that are made specifically in the toaster oven anymore. I will not eat them. They taste so bad to me, they make me gag now. And I used to love that. It's just because it was, I eat it every day. I grew so tired of it, it just doesn't work. I think you would, obviously, you would have to change it up between what you're eating, but like you would would grow to hate that stuff so quickly. Okay,
1: so maybe the trick is for, to help with, um, making rations more palatable Mm -hmm. is a set of condiments which would travel well.
2: Now, this, I think, is a good idea. Okay. So no matter what you eat... Yes.
1: ...you have variety. And and this applies not just for rations, but um, if you're foraging or catching game on the road as well.
2: Which I think is what makes the most sense... Mm-hmm. realistically is you keep the spices with you and mm-hmm. and the and the spices you could use to turn into condiments or whatever but yeah. you keep the flavoring with you because mm-hmm. a that's going to take up less space b yeah. it's going to keep a lot better mm-hmm. and then you uh i think realistically would probably catch your food you would you know go hunting or whatever yeah uh, it, it can't be that hard you are a in theory. Uh, particularly strong group of adventurers, like much much better than the average person in this world. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard to catch a rabbit or to catch a duck.
1: Yeah.
2: Like it, it, yeah. You should be able to catch or an abyssal food chicken. Eat yes. Or an abyssal chicken. Assuming that those are just like <laughs> running around in your area, in which case I think you might have bigger yeah. problems at hand. But that is neither here nor there. <laughs> okay.
1: I so okay, in terms of condiments, I just had an idea. So um something that imparts a really nice flavor to me is um if you you cure you can salt cure egg yolk mm-hmm. and then you can just grate that over foods. So that oh. like you could just have a thing of salt which is layered with a bunch of egg yolks. Keep that on hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um another thing, just flavoured salts really. Like you can put a lot I mean of honestly things-
2: salt like salt is the big thing and like we can look at that in our own history too like salt salt is what makes the world go round Mm -hmm. especially in this sort of like generically medieval dungeons and dragons context like you don't probably have access to a ton of exotic flavors but like salt is what you've got yeah and and it's i think i think in this world it's probably a very valuable thing for that reason not only does it preserve it also flavors so, and, and those are like the two big things. I think you
1: could keep different fats, like which have different flavors mm-hmm. on you. Um, I know that with like, with something like truffle, something with a really mm-hmm. strong um, thing, you can, if you put some in salt, the salt will take on that flavor. The other thing you can do is if you, because eggs are porous, their shells porous, if you mm-hmm. store your truffle with those eggs, then over time, it imparts flavor in the egg. Uh, egg boy as an egg, you would yes. understand. It, it and you it.
2: can see it's pretty porous because my green's green screen. <laughs> I mean, but...
1: So there's things there. I mean that that involves transporting eggs, which is probably a little bit risky. But I think if you package them well, but the, I I do like the salt salt curing stuff to use as a condiment.
0: Yeah,
2: I agree. Yeah. I'm going to double down on magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so that's the thing, too, is, you know, I think we're, we're looking at, we've, we've been pretty uh, uh, devoid of magic yeah. so far. You so know, please, we, we haven't indulge even
1: us in really. the magic. I say, mm-hmm.
2: you go in the
0: woods, you hunt a deer, you shoot it, mm-hmm. it's dead, you bring it back to camp. You put it on your cart with its antlers, and all you need to do is take some salt, Mm-hmm. Throw that shit on there, two copper pieces it's that you salty, tape to its actually. eyeballs, and you cast gentle repose. And for ten days it'll stay good, but then you can just cut meat off of it as you're going. <laughs>
2: Honestly, that's a that's a pretty good idea. What uh what what level is uh, it? Is what a what second level spell,
0: spell though. That's a that's a um. That's third not level too I think that's, bad though. Right. Worst, no. not the worst because like, so like, or so... something ridiculous. But... What's the cost? so you could. Uh there's no material cost other than you have to have two copper pieces that are over the eyes for the duration. so you, you just tape
2: them onto its eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's in the end like that's kind of the, the type of thing though that like the the actual monetary and the action economy
0: mm-hmm. deciding
2: for yourself how much you want to invest into this because you have spells like create food and drink, right? Yeah. But not what busy. does that create
1: does it specify
2: oh it
0: does what does it's it say bland.
1: okay it, it, yeah, it's it says it's bland what does it say but, so, uh,
0: um i had it up gosh dang it i didn't like it because it wasn't that it, it wasn't exciting it's third level spell yeah. and then so that's, but you do create 45 pounds of food okay uh, i mean that's
1: what food though
2: <laughs> it's just bland but nourishing does it the store? See, I, I think that I think I think we could imagine that to be something like gruel, uh, an unflavored a jerky, like something that's not like yeah. immediately oh, spoil, but it's not. Good. You're, you're I, I'm thinking like a mass of gray clay.
1: Yeah, that's what just, I was
2: thinking. just like a thin, just like a thin gruel. Like, please, sir, oh, yeah. heaven, yeah, like that kind of. <laughs>
1: So if you yeah, could, if disgusting. you could have that though with something that has such a strong flavor that is smaller, that might help make it more palatable.
2: Like forty five,
1: forty five pounds is a lot.
2: That's a decent it's, amount of food. yeah. It's a
0: lot. It's a decent amount. It's for fifteen humanoids, so it's
1: for one meal or like a day of food
0: for twenty four. Probably hours. like a day. Yeah, a day yeah. of food.
2: I was gonna say three three pounds of food a person seems like about what you would eat in a day. Oh, that is what that is. Yeah, you're you right. You would
1: need to make it yeah. more palatable because I just feel like.
2: <laughs> well, Pretty so uh, that's that's what we're getting. Into. Like there is like you can use uh, um, I want to say press the digitation oh, maybe yes, you can flavor it. things with that. Yeah. Oh fuck. You know, is that, no, a,
0: is
1: that a i don't think it's flavor isn't it just an odor you can no, flavor
0: it's things totally with it. flavor
2: yeah it specifically says you can impart flavor on things but i is uh, that a one cantrip? cubic it is
1: chill warm or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour Ooh.
2: how how many cubic feet is 45 pounds of? I, that's the question <laughs> that's <laughs> but a if it's a
1: cantrip if it's a cantrip you can just keep
2: <clears throat> that's true you can just do it yeah i guess the, that's what i'm getting at though is you can you can do this all with magic you can make it taste good and you can make it be fulfilling i would imagine do you really want mm. to be spending a third level spell and a cantrip to do that that's up to your party i suppose but
1: i guess what the about a first I... level
2: spell and a cantrip
0: purify food chicken breast but then make it taste good anyways <laughs> oh
1: yeah that, so that make your rotten, rotten chicken taste good <laughs>
0: The <laughs> body think might still so, revolt, but whatever.
1: <laughs> if, you're, if you're carrying around a raw chicken, I feel like you could carry around better preserved food instead.
2: Yeah, I think you could. I think it's just like like we said, it's a, it's completely like a it's a balancing act. It's it's how much Ooh. do you want to spend in gold pieces yeah. to buy at the you know at the trading outpost? How much jerky do you want to buy, or how much chicken do you want to buy? versus are you willing to spend spell slots and and cantrips and stuff to get it done in a similar manner if you are a group that's i think lighter on casters i think it's probably a good idea to buy your stuff if you've got a lot of casters eh, maybe you go for it maybe maybe you just say we're not going to spend the money we're gonna make our own food and drink and make it taste good
1: i have an idea
2: well, this is never good, but...
1: The only problem is... <laughs>
2: Tread carefully.
1: ...is that it's an 8th level spell, but...
0: <laughs> okay. What if oh, this is just for
1: special occasions, What okay.
0: if...
1: You have... We use my favorite toilet spell, which is Demiplane. <laughs> okay. So Demiplane creates a, a, a door on a flat surface, which leads to a Demiplane, which is an empty room 30 feet by 30 feet right okay create a demi plane kitchen you have you could have like your big dry store like you could have so much stuff in there right
2: so all that stuff already exists in this kitchen you don't have to like it's just there yeah you have to buy it right
1: yeah but like this is for yeah it's fine is it the spell lasts for an hour? Like you get you get access to this room for an hour. So my idea is that um, you just have this kind of portable food store slash kitchen. Possibly, I don't know something in there that's cooking you food. I don't know. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel it doesn't like have
1: it. to be alive. I'm I'm thinking more like a, a construct or something. And you just like open this door, and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> what's for dinner?" I mean,
2: yeah, if we can keep our own personal chef in there, that'd be That's fantastic. True, actually, but <laughs> we would be we would be uh, living the high life. I would be all on board with this. The, I think the, the question is, do mansion we really come do we... with food. What be, look,
1: the marvelous mansion has all the unseen servants, but does it come with food? I'm talking. So I guess this just applies to like. Uh, your bougie adventures. Like we've got we've yeah. we've talked about things which just are more accessible for your average person.
0: I'm um, sure. It has food.
1: So those are those are two like I guess I see this more as the people who've spent a lot of money on a tiny house or something or a camp. Like they've got the they've got the camper van that's got all the bells. Yeah,
2: they're 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 glamping. They're not yeah. glamping. This is
1: so. the <laughs> this is the glamping <laughs> rations. <laughs> We're i think that those days, people
2: absolutely
1: we're in a 20-day journey in the forest yeah yeah um so to prep um, i've created a demi-plane uh which is a fully kitted out kitchen yeah. and i've got some nice meats like curing better than jerky i'm talking like prosciutto
2: yeah dry oh no this food. is 100 like this is caviar this yeah. is foie gras this yeah. is like very fancy stuff and if you're going, if your goal is to go fancy with this, and you want to spend an eighth level spell to do this, uh, you know what? That's your prerogative. I think that spells like that probably could be better spent. <laughs> and you you say this is for special occasions, and I feel like once you get to uh, a level of adventure that's that high.
1: Every, uh, night, every, every night every single
2: day is a special yeah, occasion exactly constantly in turmoil you are constantly What is great
1: too <laughs> is if you do this and you have enough spell slots no a th- 30 feet's really big isn't it so you could kind of you could have like a little feet, quite large a wine a, a really nice well-stocked wine corner <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this is to me this is solving the portability issue like to do with rations bag holding fine but you're not necessarily going to have a wine rack in your bag of holding it's not really practical and also you can't like um put an oven in there and stuff like that so you've got like you know you get sick of the flavor of campfire <laughs> you got a pizza oven yeah i me like
2: <laughs> i i look this would be my kind of party yeah. i would love to be part of this adventuring <laughs> yeah. party I don't think that it's the way that it uh, would most frequently play out. <laughs> but if if ever somebody puts together this adventuring party, please invite me because oh, yeah, I will absolutely. absolutely join into this thing. I would have a great time. We would never the, get anything done. We would just be eating.
1: The thing I like with you, when we were talking about spices too is in our real world, um, spices had traveled so far, like this the an influenced cuisine. In ways we didn't even realize, like spices from Pakistan making it to the Middle East or the Mediterranean, and then influencing food over there. So, within this um, this game world, this fantasy world, one I don't even like. I imagine that it's more up to personal world building. Um, I I don't know this for sure, but I don't think that there is a a source book about spices.
0: In no. from Wizards of
1: the Coast. Um, I, I would actually, now having done the discussion with Latch and this here today with you and just our general talk about food and stuff, I would actually really love to write something um, and world build the foodscape within D&D like, could- I think
2: that would be i think that would be a ton of fun and i like I, I keep picturing it as this idea behind like a um you know like a marco Polo type. Mm-hmm. like
1: that's what I'm thinking thing. yeah oh.
2: Where, like you, you could you could you could build this as uh, a compendium of things that yes. have happened to a, an adventurer or an adventuring party Maybe. along the way in search of yeah new spices or new flavors or or just exploring the world that hasn't been explored yet maybe dustin
1: this is something we can do for talio like yes i think that would be real i would love to do that and then have like recipes in it but obviously for things that are not ingredients that are accessible to us
0: yeah (laughs) I would also love to ruin it all with a um, artificer who just goes through garbage cans, purifies it, and then presses digitations, makes a <laughs> cake, and just eats everything inside of it. <laughs> he's
2: he's the he's the proverbial goat of the group. He <laughs> just eat trash.
1: Well, we've always <laughs> discussed like the idea of magic accessibility. So, to the common person, mm-hmm. they cannot press digitation garbage and purify True. garbage to eat it. Like it doesn't solve. A world hunger issue. Um, no, I tried to do that with. I tried to do that with necromancy. Uh, we worked yeah. out that that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna fly.
2: <laughs> no, no, pretty much. Um, so um, well, I think that that's I know, yeah, that's kind of the thing you have to acknowledge too. Is 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 in what context are we looking at this at? Right, mm-hmm. like in the in the context of the entire world this conversation is meaningless because most people don't have access to the kind of magic or abilities or mm. magical abilities True. that we're talking about. So this is very much, I think in the context of an adventuring party mm. where it's much more accepted that people like magic is much more common. Yeah. And so it's, it's uh, clearly we are looking at a much more narrow focus and mm. being much more selfish. We're not trying to solve whole <laughs> no we're trying to make our own rations our own food taste good
1: yeah (laughs) yes because i think like if you think of like we're talking about the bland food and the the rations you've had all the time but as an adventurer Mm -hmm. if it depends where you've come from right if you are if you have come from a village somewhere or more modest Mm backgrounds you would probably be fine with it because you're that's like i have friends that just eat for sustenance they're kind of like if i didn't have to eat or think about food that would be great like i would
2: you know that um i don't know if you have it in australia we have it here it's called soylent
1: yes yeah
2: it's yeah that meal replacement stuff that's oh basically gosh. just like a cardboard sludge i i did that for a while because i was like eh, it's cheaper than like making lunch or something yeah. like that i'll just have a thing of a sweat. Of it's so bad that. it's not good I, it it's... made me hate myself yeah. so much and like there was no joy in it at all i have But a... there are people who are like that's all i need i just yes. need i need yes. nutrients
1: they have no no love of food in that it doesn't matter it does, Like they still, if something tastes great, they're like, ooh, this tastes really good. But they're like, I just need to eat to stay alive. Like I don't really care like about the other stuff. And that's fine for them. Very sad for me. Um, I have a friend who <laughs> did try the soil, Soylent thing. This same friend came to my house and I was like feeding my cat or dog. And they're like, so this is all your pet needs and you just feed them this all the time. And I was like, oh, well, we have treats and stuff. And he's like, yeah, but like.
2: Could I have some?
1: Imagine if for humans <laughs> we could just have this like kibble and it had yeah. everything we needed in it. And then I was like, I would get so sick of that flavour, whatever it is. Um, and he's like, no. And I'm like, who are you? Um, so, yeah, maybe that's, that's another thing. Like at the lower end of the scale, it's just like kibble for humanoids. Like, <laughs> just
2: carry, I think there's money to be made there. Some, I think there's certainly money to be made. You, yeah. you could
1: actually probably get a bit of variety of flavor that way if you formulate it well. Cause I'm imagining kibble for humanoids is kind of like cereal, except that you could have cereal for savory and every, every meal. So like, what if you created a dish, but then it all got blitzed and dehydrated kind of thing. But the flavors were still there, so you're like, this I feel like is you're coming roast up with beef. some like
2: Willy Wonka, like yes! roast, roast
1: yeah. beef kibble uh yeah. if you add water to it, it's there's a bit of gravy. I uh, imagine this is like tin soup, but dry, and you just add water you're you're basically eating dog food
0: um I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: But if you could have a, a, a bit of a variety of flavor, maybe that would be okay. If you didn't care about texture, but I care about texture.
2: Yeah, I think that's the thing is I'm trying to separate myself from whatever hypothetical character I would be playing. Yeah. And I would never go for this because, like I said, I would go insane. Yeah. would does not work for me. I was like, I could not eat Alpo out of a tin, you know, dog food out of a mm. tin, every day for three months straight i would lose my mind but if i'm playing a character uh who that's you know like we said some people they just don't care about that mm. very much it's just not maybe important my warlock, it's not a priority for them uh my maybe that would be a street
1: rat for like all of their yeah. life wouldn't mind when, uh <laughs> dragon meat kibble true what are you gonna say yeah. dustin
0: so another tangent <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Soylent, and I remember researching and like hearing a podcast about Soylent. So I went yeah. to their website. They have a food bar that is called Soylent Green.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Stop. Okay, first of all, just Soylent. Stop leaning into this Soylent Green thing. You don't want people thinking that your food is people. Yeah. Stop well, leaning into that. It's not a thing. good marketing thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. There
2: is continue.
0: <laughs> there is people in a. It. No, there's a little little infograph that they have here, and I'm going to paste it onto, if I can save it and paste it to the, I'm going to, that says <clears throat> that it is as good as humanly possible, does not contain people, I I... <sighs> secret flavor, and limited time ingredients.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Soil, <laughs> stop leaning into this. It's not stop a good marketing tactic.
0: Here <laughs> it is on stream for everyone to see. This is this is what they are marketing.
1: No, uh, <laughs> as good as humanly possible. It
0: takes
2: one lie
0: uh, and this entire know, thing I goes know, down the drain.
2: I know, I know what you guys are doing here, and I don't it's like it. Stop so doing funny. it. So <laughs> funny,
1: secret it's flavor.
2: Oh yeah, it's not people. Wink. (laughs) No, stop doing that. We know it's not people. None of us. Stop marketing your thing as as would be insane to think. (laughs) This was why. Unless.
1: Wink. But yeah, maybe actually a powdered thing.
2: Like a powdered thing that you just mix with water and just drink as like a shake. Yeah, I mean meal replacement shakes. I think would be very. Useful, yes. I'm not gonna call them good, they're not be good, but But they have a
1: utility. So, I think it's like that thing where there's a triangle and you can't have you can only have three things, yeah. Yeah. You can have Mm. flavor, you can have texture, you can have convenience, but you can't have all
2: three, yeah. Yeah, shame. No, I think that's fair. I guess I would, I would probably, um, amend it just slightly. I would say flavor and texture is one thing. Yeah. Uh, convenience is another thing mm-hmm. and cost is the Oh uh, yeah, thing.
1: cost. I so forget about be, cost. It mm. can be
2: convenient and it can be cheap, but it won't be flavorful and it won't be, you know, it won't yeah. have a good texture. It can be, uh, it can taste good and it, be, it can be convenient, but it's gonna cost you some coin. And uh it can be flavorful. I, and it can be cheap, okay. but it's not yeah, going to be true. convenient. So,
1: because I always think of like, I mean, this is probably pretty obvious to everybody um, that listens to our podcast. But I often, I imagine the character I always slip into when I think about these things is I am a very high level wizard with a lot of money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't we all love to be that? <laughs>
1: So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to dimension door a fully stocked kitchen with a full-time chef. <laughs> <laughs> that is my solution to this problem. And then I have another dimension door that's a toilet. Um, <laughs> don't mix the two up, hot tip.
2: <laughs> oh, I've made that mistake. Before. <laughs> Let me tell you, that chef was not happy. <laughs>
1: I think so far we've got what we've got those two dimension doors. We have a dimension door which is just full of sentient dildos, and another dimension door which has dead bodies in it. Or was it um, uh... just a lot of ex partner slash husband boyfriend, wife girlfriend etc. in dimension? Oh gosh! Doors. No, that was the sentient. No, I don't. I don't keep them alive in there. I keep them. Uh, I keep their cells trapped in sex toys. That's that was what it was. That's
2: fun. I think that's a good thing. I think you should do that. That's the that's the uh sort of uh interplanar version of like all my exes live in Texas. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's good.
0: Definitely nothing negative here.
1: No. Mm-mm. Uh there are no consequences for my uh wizard's actions at all. That's
2: been well None. established. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've come up with a range of solutions um some that are a lot more accessible than others uh some less yeah i think that i
2: think that that's that's sort of what it boils down to is there's plenty of ways of going about it but uh, like we said we came up with that triangle i think that was the best thing that we came up mm-hmm. with was the triangle of you're yeah. gonna have to sacrifice something
1: so for uh, you you can't have it all you or your character what would you you got to pack up and go on a long journey tomorrow what are you taking with you
2: uh, there's the there's the realistic thing which is what I would probably do which is be cheap and skimp out on flavor because of that mm-hmm. uh, much to my detriment I will I will I will suffer if it means I can save a buck uh, that's straight up though you yeah. know pro- probably I don't say that as a good thing that's a fault of mine <laughs> <laughs> no, I I will see <laughs> yeah um uh but if you know if I got to just uh, idealistically uh, pick one of them to get rid of i would say uh i would get to be inkmo's incredibly wealthy <laughs> uh no consequences uh spellcasting yeah. wizard and say money ain't no thing. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me the good food give me the yes. deliciousness i want all of that
1: my so. preference would be not to use magic to change flavor or purify my food, like I would like to have a solution that doesn't lean on, um, be- because I I operate under the assumption that any spell you cast on your food is going to impart a spell flavour, uh, which mm-hmm. I imagine to be metallic, like the flavour of your yeah. face. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe even a little bit of a, a burny, like a brimstone kind of, like a sulphur, something like that is what, very faint but just there. Um, And I don't want that. Mm. I'd rather have the good flavor.
2: I I agree, and I'll expand on that. And I'll say that uh, even if it did not impart uh, any kind of a strong flavor on it, I guarantee you there would be uh, gourmands, there would be food hipsters (laughs) in this world who would insist that it did. Even if it did not, they would insist that real food must be cooked the real way. It must be cooked traditionally and not with magic. And I'm just I'm just imagining this group of adventure, you know, five adventurers going out, and they're these absolutely pretentious, uh, hipster hipster chefs, who are just going out to to cook food the correct way, uh, and do things the right way
1: and and then craft way. I imagine there exists essentially the Ferran Adrià equivalent, which is like the Master Chef slash wizard who plays into the flavor that magic bestows upon food so he oh. like enhances that and complements that flavor and he's like you should embrace the brimstone flavor of a <laughs> of a
0: um, oh, I get that. fireball
1: yeah. cooked pizza <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah the, the-
2: Using the wall of fire to cook, like, a gyro or, yeah, like, spinning.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah.
2: I get that. That makes sense. But I think that that, too, like, sort of plays into what we talked about very early on with, like, sir stroming and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, if that's the way you have to cook and the way that you have to preserve something, even if it maybe probably doesn't taste great to most people. Yeah. If that's what you have, you get used to it and you learn how to work around that.
1: Oh, imagine.
2: I think that that that's definitely. Imagine
1: this wizard with, like, so that same Ferran Adria type, and you go to this restaurant. So, this is his actual. He had this restaurant where you would go, and it was only open for a very limited time a year. At a particular date, is when reservations opened, and you had to email when they were open and say, This is how many people, this is when I want to come. You had a better chance of getting a table if you could say, I will come any day, I just need a table for two people and then book your flights around that. And you would have to allocate like eight hours for this meal because it was like 20 to 40 courses. Um, And it was all, it all sounded and looked incredible, just very experimental probably, like, one chef per person in the kitchen Um, and I think, like, $800 to eat there or something like that. Anyway, but imagine that and then there's also, like, it's an experience, right? So then you go, when you're on a break between course three and four, you get to go walk through his garden and he's growing all these really exotic plants that he's gotten from all over, like, every any province that's just so far away you've probably not even heard of it even though you live in water deep mm. and um maybe he's even keeping some animals that you've never seen before like chicken size equivalent just walking around a really weird goat like you know
2: i love a, i love a weird, a
1: weird goat. goat it's like this is we use the milk from this but it tastes like you know um i don't know it, it tastes like a flump. It's 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 got the flavor of after a flump uh, takes away a bit of your brain, or something like just like all these weird uh, things. Yes. Never... A
0: normal flavor.
1: Yeah, one of the courses looks like a flump, and while you're eating it, flumps fly around. <laughs> like... <laughs> Take away the memories of the bad flavor of what you ate. <laughs>
2: God. I can definitely see something like that happening. Yeah. I mean I guess I guess the only other option, the only other option if we're gonna bring magic into this is uh a scenario like this in which you serve, you know, maybe a high-end meal like this. Mm -hmm. And it's not good food. You just served them whatever you had, uh whatever you had on hand. You didn't you didn't spend the money, you didn't spend the magic on actually making the food taste good. What if you spent the magic on making people think that they thought the food tasted good? Mm. You suggest to them that they liked the food, that you suggest to them, hey, this was the best meal that you've ever had in your entire life.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe that would be easier
2: than actually making the food itself taste good.
1: Can you, if you starve, can you just heal any hunger damage? Like,
2: That's exhaustion.
0: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's not damage.
1: All right. Yeah. Because I was just like, what if you could just not eat <laughs> and use <laughs> magic, magic to stay alive?
2: <laughs> I mean, that would be ideal. Like, I what's think. the
1: deal with what's the deal with good berries? Like, how All how right, many
2: Jerry?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: good, they're called Good Jerry's where I'm from. Um... No,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I, I think that, like, uh, I don't know. I guess that's the only other thing I can think of is like. Uh, what if you don't go after the food, you go after the consumer of the food and you just make them think that they enjoyed the meal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh. I think real realistically without having any of the sort of uh you know, without having any of the, the manuals or the things in front of me, I don't. so I don't know. I but feel it's probably like not more economically viable a good berry than making the food taste good.
1: Could be our calorie mate slash soylent equivalent because mm-hmm. It restores one hit point, but provides enough nourishment for a creature for one day.
2: That's not, actually that's probably better than just eating rations. It's a first right? level, level will, and yeah. you create
1: ten berries, but you have to eat them within twenty four hours. So you could just keep feeding your party on them. Yeah.
2: It would it would it would all come down to do you want to spend the first level spell and it, it's not like you like that's a huge cost to it no, but do you want to spend the first level spell on that? I would argue true. probably yes because just a just a ration mm-hmm. will not heal you at all. And I mean a godberry yeah. is just one hit point, but it is technically better than zero hit points. Yeah. So
1: you wouldn't have to carry it anywhere. Like you just have to eat it. You can potentially, um, if it the potency lasts for twenty four hours, have one for breakfast. Like a party of five, have one for breakfast, one for dinner. Um,
2: Yeah, I think we've created the. I think we've created the good berry. Well, yeah, I think, but they're good for you. It's in the name, yeah. So (laughs) I think that we've created the good berry diet here. Yeah, I think this is the new fad diet. Mm. Forget acai, forget acai berries. Good berries is where it's at.
1: Yeah, and I don't think. It, it wouldn't impact you negatively f- in terms of flavor compared to like the gruel stuff like because it's just one berry you're popping it's not like you're having a whole meal of berries three times a day every yeah, day I could
2: eat one I could eat one blueberry a day yeah. and never get sick of it like it's just one berry yeah so true not nearly as detrimental
1: no I do I do wonder if because it just provides nourishment. I do wonder what impact it would have on you long term in terms of like doesn't nourishment include like what does that include? Cause your body I mean it's magic I guess. I just I just worry like are you well, gonna waste away or something like that.
2: I think I mean, I don't know. I think that nourishment counts as everything you need to survive and not
1: okay. waste away.
2: So like you yeah. get your you get your daily recommended like proteins carbohydrates mm-hmm. fats like it, you know it, it encompasses all of that if you you could subsist entirely on good berries for mm-hmm. the rest of forever and not waste away and die uh, to me that's what nourishment means
1: interesting very interesting this is I've, I've got so much food for thought i think i still go down with the bougie wizard
2: you got so much food for idea oh,
1: yes much for <laughs> <thought>. um <laughs> maybe if good berries could come in different flavors just for fun, like <laughs> just different types of. Berry. I mean, so
2: they're so they're so they're. I'm all about flavor magic. and texture. It's a, a, it's I a, pre- no, I get it. Yeah. So they're magic, right? Mm. So you could, yeah. in theory, make them taste like. Is it just a thing, or is it like you could make this one be like a raspberry, and you could mm. make the next one be like a blueberry? Like, could it be different I berries? Or
1: me personally, I don't think that I would. Like, I know that the good berries would nourish me and I'd be fine having them forever. But I think yeah. what would get me is, unless it's what, yeah, no, the thing that would get me is just if we went anywhere and I saw or smelled other foods, I wouldn't go, oh, I'm just, i already had my good berry for today. I'd be like, I know that I would be like, give me that dream pasty. I would, <laughs> I would smell it and see it and be like, feed me um before the consequences. So that would yeah. probably keep me still exploring like having foods and stuff. I'm I'm not the I just want to eat dog food and survive kind of person. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um but before we wrap up this session, thank you so much Eggboy for joining us. This has been so so much fun um no, and the, where can people perceive you
2: um so you can uh find me on twitch uh it is twitch.tv slash i am the egg boy that is i underscore am underscore the underscore egg boy with an i i'm realizing now that is <laughs> not a very convenient we'll type way it of doing in the that
1: description of the podcast
2: it'll be in the description you can find me there i stream <laughs> uh try to stream on a weekendly basis mm-hmm. it doesn't always work out that way and and
1: a wonderful Life cooking experience. stream which is why you're here yes. about food
2: yes i uh People cook. unlike unlike the uh previous food guest latchington I am not a chef. I just play one on TV. <laughs> um, no, it's a good time. Um, we, uh, we have some fun cooking streams. We let chat, uh, we'll usually suggest uh, ingredients for me to use in my next week's stream. And then I will base a meal off of those ingredients. We have a good time. I've also started doing, um, uh, still working on a, on a uh, permanent name for the segment, but, uh, Some uh, regional cultural exchanges Mm -hmm. through the art of cooking, through the medium of food, uh, with um, uh, me and a guest. We will talk about the food from where we are from.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's been listening. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. If you'd like to review us on either Apple, Or, I've just discovered you can search for We Didn't Roll For This on Amazon and review us on Amazon. (laughs) Uh, We would love that. (laughs) You can find us recording these podcast episodes live as well as playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, at twitch.tv slash We Didn't Roll For This, all one word, lowercase, no apostrophe. Um, And coming up soon, will be one year of We Didn't Roll for this, which is next. It's in July, towards the end of July. Uh, we are trying to plan some a very special stream so that everyone can come and just party with us. So please, please, please join us for that. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Eggboy. Thank you, me. Thank you, chat and listeners. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, newsflash, Justin, Kaylin and Dustin discussing. Dungeons and dragons, they fuck Answering the questions you didn't know you wanted to. They kind of stop play. on players, confounding the true. So come and listen to our heroes, weirdos. Here goes, they're going to tell you all the things their brain knows. Hear those, what's up Win.